welcome to the Internet Know-It-All podcast. I'm Zian, and I'm, well, again, joined with the nicest person in Karachi, Ramiz. Ramiz, how are you? Yes, yes, I'm good, I'm good, yes. Is it hard to be the nicest person? I mean, well, we'll see how today's episode goes, if your niceness comes out or not. But today we have a very... Uh, well, I don't know about how to describe this guest. I love him, but I also hate him. You know, there's a very 50-50 love and hate relationship between us. But I'll tell you a bit about him, what I gathered from his Facebook profile. <laughs> no, I gathered, okay? It was hard work. Okay. So he studied a bit in our school system. He's from Islamabad, okay. Pakistan. And according to his Facebook, he's a widow, which I was pretty shocked about. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. And well, he has over 2.4k followers on Twitter. And the reason I hate him is because he's a Liverpool fan. But one of the nicest person I've come across, ladies and gentlemen, we had joined by Ali Zen. Ali, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for the kind words, Zan. I am actually surprised that you still, you know, hate me for some reason <laughs> because <laughs> I, I genuinely you know I've like ever since I joined Twitter I've always uh, found out that I've made best friends with only the United people oh, all the true. United supporters have been great friends for me I don't think I have a good friend who is also a Liverpool fan it's a bit of a dilemma for me because I just don't <laughs> get along with him I'm blocked by all the famous Liverpool fan accounts on Twitter and they just hate me for some reason. <laughs> so I'm not exactly sure if I'm doing, you know, Twitter right, but, you know, I just, Maybe. you know. Maybe oh, it has something to do with your Manchester friends. Maybe it has something to do with your United friends. Just maybe. Yeah, they're nice people. They're actually nice people. I, I hate them. I hate their club, but they're absolutely fantastic people. Oh, man, that's the nicest thing anyone has ever said about me, even though it was a generalized comment. But, oh, man. I mean, you are a pretty nice guy, bro. But you know, your tweets can be controversial to Liverpool as well. Of course, of course, of course <laughs> and of that's course. the beauty of it. And definitely, I just you know I don't believe in uh, you know rigid opinions. I believe you know everyone can uh, have changing opinions over time. You learn new information, you're bound to change you know your opinion. I just don't think you know if you've like said a year ago that okay you know what I hate Henderson you can't go on to say that you like Henderson. <laughs> I mean I still don't. Uh, I wouldn't exactly say I'm a fan of Henderson, but you know what I mean, right? Yeah, I know, I know. Oh, I'm liking well. this guy already. I'm liking this guy already. I'm like wow. <laughs> Thank well, you so much. Well, well, the reason we are here is well, I'll just to all our audiences, this is gonna be most likely a completely football podcast. Um, so, excited. You know, if anyone is not a football fan, well, I hope you guys turn into football fans and you support the right team after this. Liverpool. <laughs> See, I'm not going to take my team's name because I'm not like these guys. I'm not going to beg for love. But <laughs> No, you guys have a follower. It's fine. It's not much of an issue. But true, true. For, all the, for all the people who are like, you know, looking out to become new football fans, I would suggest, you know, going for Manchester City. They're already in need of new supporters. Hey, they don't have hey. enough either way. So, you know, I would, I would suggest it's a good idea to go for it. But, uh, you know, new, choice new supporters, they just need supporters. Whoa, wow. Okay, I'm getting, I'm getting double team here. But, all right. But, 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 you know, because I'm such a nice person, I'm going to start off with, you know, first... Congratulating our rivals, and you know, let's give a small little rundown about what they did and their achievements. So, they've not won a trophy for a very long time 30 years, fans being crazy about them. They've gone through hell, yet everyone supported them. They had shit players, they had shit managers, management people complain about them, but no one ever, the fans never stopped supporting them. Then, you know, the rivals kept winning. They weren't, and everyone just mocked them. They were a mockery. Everyone made fun of them. Fan, their Liverpool fans were, well, just there. It's getting a little hurtful, but, but no problem. <laughs> but, you know, this fan base, no one really give a shit about for a while. And then That's comes 2018-19 season. Everyone's like, oh, wait, they're about to do something. Like, this could be their season, but then they bottle it. 
Then, that's you know okay. Then nineteen twenty no, comes, and everyone's like, "Oh, this is the year! This is the year!" The manager's going crazy. You know, everyone's taking the everyone remembers that team was named starts with L. They're, and the manager is like an angel to them. And after so long, after thirty years, Leeds United won a league, and they are in the Premier League now. <laughs> Elsa has done it. What are your views, guys? Uh, I was actually surprised myself. I was actually, I'm actually looking forward to seeing Bielsa in the Premier League next season. You know, another team, uh, another set of fans who hate Manchester United. It, yeah. it'll be fun. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. Oh, <laughs> uh, I can't wait for Bielsa to kick Pep out of City. Uh, I, I really hope so. I, I actually do feel that it's going to be Pep's last season. Uh, oh man, I, I can't even disagree there. I can't lie. I was okay. surprised that it wasn't this year. Yeah, yeah, trust me. I, I was surprised it wasn't this season. So uh, actually, I was surprised as well. But uh, you know, the, uh, I, I feel the management has already and the owners have already agreed to give him such a big budget. They're bound to spend more than three hundred million this window. <laughs> I, I just don't see how he won't stay for another season. But I do feel that this is you know probably his last season in England. Maybe, you know, he's I, already overstayed his welcome. He needs to, you know, just go. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, you know, I, I feel like he didn't leave because there was no other good team which would give him that much money or had good players except Barca. So I feel the same, but I, I don't even think Barca would have given him this much amount. True. But uh, I just, yeah, I just feel, you know, I just feel he has a point to prove outside of Barcelona. He needs to win the Champions League. Um, mm. He did it with Messi. And you know, everyone was like, "Okay, you know, half the credit goes to Messi." And there's no doubt that half the credit goes to Messi. Yeah. There is no taking away from the fact that he's a brilliant manager, but he is still a checkbook manager. You know, he cannot <laughs> do all of that without. You know, he can't do all of that without uh, the signings he makes. He, these guys were arguing over the fact they bought a backup to their backup fullbacks. I mean, how does that happen? You, you need it. If, you, if you've seen our defense, you need it. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I get that and point. So I get you. that point. I mean, you could buy you more centre backs. <laughs> yeah, you but mean. you know, or you could like train them. <laughs> I don't feel. Uh, I mean, they've or, already spent like hundreds of millions of pounds on yeah, defenders or, and or promote they your youth. Still man, still feel suspect. Yeah, and they have fantastic youth players coming in. I mean, look, uh, that player Brahim Diaz who went to Madrid. Oh, he was a promising yeah. talent. You know Phil Foden, Jadon Sancho. I don't understand why you know there's this constant focus on buying more and more players instead of promoting the youth. That is the difference between a bigger club and a plastic club, in my opinion. Oh, <laughs> okay. Oh. No, no, it's just That's my the opinion. Guy it's... Whose club bought like Andy Carroll for thirty-five million? Yes, right. it was a panic buy. It was a panic buy, and it was you know against our policies. Definitely, last day of the season, yeah. your best player for Nando Torres leaves. Um, I was in tears, and well, we signed Carroll. It wasn't exactly the best of signings, but yeah. you know we had to. It's so not like you know. Danny Ings was also a panic buy. Danny Danny Ings cost less than twenty million. I mean, that's like the amount of money you guys spend on transfers uh, on agent fees. So <laughs> let's not even compare that. <laughs> And cover up fees for legal stuff. But, yes, yeah. obviously, you know how oh. you manage to <laughs> sit yeah. down two judges <laughs> from your just, own just, preference. Just, just, just wait till it comes after you guys. Oh wait, they won't because no. now they realize. They because can't. we don't break the law. No, uh -huh. we actually uh -huh. don't break the law. Look, listen. Uh, you know how Coutinho left. You know he went off for 114 million pounds. Mm. We absolutely robbed Barca there. Again, I was in tears because I love Coutinho, but we bought Virgil Van Dijk and Allison for that money. So our next spend is less than Tottenham's. It's you know probably like 16th, I guess, on the table. But so you know they can't possibly come after us. I, I hope they do because that would mean that we've spent some money. But <laughs> I really don't feel like that would happen anytime soon. Uh, I feel like all of football right now is under like a big cloud. Like we don't see it, but I feel like it is. That the way that financing goes. <laughs> Obviously, I, um, I know our club is the biggest I mean, corporate. Like we can or join the I mean, biggest corporate. I mean, you have to say that to defend yourself, right? No, it's just that's how it is. <laughs> like I mean, whoever who's who's competing right now without like millions at their like you know in their transfer kitty. Leicester City. Yeah, the Neymar, the Neymar, the Neymar transfer definitely you know broke. 
the mm. way the normal transfers work true, true. but i just feel that there could have been uh, maybe like you know a system for introducing a cap of how much uh, each club spends but again oh i just feel it would be very unfair towards yeah, but, the you know uh, other clubs uh, pep it would be unfair to pep obviously <laughs> it would be <laughs> that that is one of the things that i was actually thinking about you know leading up to this podcast is that what is the solution to all this massive money look i'm all in for a, like a salary cap a transfer cap you shouldn't be vesilikin no problem <laughs> yeah i i can be but you think right i don't see any other solution do you see any other solution to making it a fairer game like if there was a transfer cap all across the board i think i just feel it's uh, it's just like how the rest of the world works how politics work how yeah. every single thing in the world works there are solutions there are things uh, which in an ideal world would be very suitable but mm-hmm. obviously you know reaching those solutions is never going to be any easy um, you know transition towards it because uh, the people in power they're never going to give it up like you know yeah. do you really expect this likes of city the likes of madrid the likes of barca the likes of even juventus even bayern mm-hmm. to give up this uh, you know mockery of it i don't i don't feel like it's going to happen so you know you can maybe talk about it in podcast but yeah, i don't I even feel like people can talk about it uh, on tv shows and you know in analyst discussions it's not even going to happen there so you know just it's just my opinion no no you you're right to have your opinion and you're right to say that what what might be said in a theoretical sense that in practical sense nobody will ever allow it especially the big as uh, investors and i'd have to agree with you there again but i i can't see any other solution i can't see fair play working in any sort of way because there will be clubs like my city let's see i'm admitting it myself but then i'm sure there's clubs like yours which have also falsified sponsorship requests but obviously we don't know this i'm alleging this i'm alleging <laughs> not just against you liverpool i'm alleging against you united for taking saudi money okay i see those sdc no, board I absolutely agree with your point yeah. and I absolutely hate Manchester United. I would support any allegation against United. <laughs> but the fact is but the fact is they generate more revenue than any other club at least in the Premier League and by a very very large margin. Yeah. You know, you can read those reports there is always like 10 to 20 million difference only but you know there is so much to it. Uh, I'm not an econ major or something. I I yeah. failed economics A levels economics. I'm <laughs> absolutely terrible with it. Uh, yeah. But you know it, it is it it's way too obvious that united are a big club you know they're probably the second biggest club in manchester at the moment <laughs> but oh yeah man salford city is above us what can we do or sheffield yes yeah, salford salford <laughs> somehow like it's funded by ex players isn't it so yeah exactly yeah. i wonder where that so, came from <laughs> so i just feel that you know uh, city uh, that uh, financial fair play could have been a very very good uh, you know method of controlling this over financing but i just feel you know it's way too late now fifa is already corrupt we all know that yeah. fifa is you know also yeah. those corrupt organizations so it's uh, even foolish to even think that something of this sort would happen i matlab I, i'm i'm i would be lying if i said that i don't want arab owners i would love arab owners True. honestly mm. I hope Zayn can hook up us with some of those clubs, you know. But uh, I just, uh, you know, it's it's a pipe dream, of course. Liverpool would probably yeah. never sell. It's more of a family club. We would never. I don't think anyone would agree to it. It's only about the right amount of paycheck, like money, right? It's everything. It comes down to that feel, salary. Like it's just like, oh, what what's the offer in front of you? I mean, Newcastle were so so close, right? We just saw right now. Yeah, that was that was. I'm I'm almost glad that didn't happen. <laughs> I don't want another. <laughs> wow, bro. Four, honestly, I'm genuinely glad that didn't happen. I mean, they were about to sign Coutinho. <laughs> Please don't sign Coutinho. I still love him. <laughs> I was genuinely, uh, you know, I was talking about uh, this to a friend last night. I don't want Coutinho at Arsenal. he's been linked heavily I know. and oh, you know yeah. they could i don't he's i i get it he wasn't exactly a hit at barca he was never yeah. going to no one can yeah. be when messi is there yeah. yeah he 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 just couldn't because of course two new managers and yeah. changing policies there's so much going on but i feel under arteta he could really you know 
capture his old form back and i don't want that i, I fucking oh. hate arsenal oh it's going to happen so uh, i don't think so वैसे पता है मुझे नहीं लग रहा कि होगा i really hope it doesn't all right all right you're asking something yeah i i want to ask you let's go back let's go back to how you start supporting liverpool in the first place um it's actually <laughs> it's actually quite complicated um it was uh, actually because of my brother uh, he's he's a mad mad manchester united fan and uh, he's like i guess 3 to 4 years older than me so i have this banter shit going on even at home uh, you have no idea the the decades of absolute frustration oh that i have gone through oh god and yeah. and he is extremely good at annoying me you know he's he's the person who has my number he can he can piss me off in any moment he he'd walk in right now and piss me off <laughs> i really don't want that to happen on a podcast <laughs> but uh, uh, he was supporting united he started supporting united because of beckham and uh, there was this culture of football at my place and uh, i was uh, i was into cricket and uh, football always appealed to me but um it never really you know spoke out to me the way cricket or tennis did uh, but then i i saw this champions league final in 2005 it was obviously great but even that didn't exactly turn me into a liverpool fan i started liking gerard but i was still far from being called a fan i guess it was the 2006 final at the FA Cup final mm. where yeah, you know Steven Gerrard wins it in, in the 93rd minute that was like i was like what's wrong with this man <laughs> he's he's absolutely outstanding so that was probably the moment when uh, it, it began and i guess it's just my luck that liverpool went to shit right after that they didn't win a trophy for another four five years but uh, it was another decision that i obviously don't regret my biggest regret probably came in 13 14 oh. i wouldn't want to talk about that obviously mm. but uh, yeah that was that was one of the worst moments what about what about that story you tweeted about your shirt story that was actually one of the uh, you know the, i'd say it was it, it's actually kind of cute because uh, yeah. my brother always used to buy these shirts and always had those golden badges on the shoulders and initially i didn't know uh, what it meant and i was like why is mine always white and then you know you later on and it's it's a question that you can't obviously ask because you'll you'll be like <laughs> yeah all right <laughs> so you just go along with the flow Yeah. And then I later found out that it's because you know <laughs> those teams have actually won the Premier League. <laughs> I'm like, oh, so yeah. Uh, but then uh, it just got so much. I I just never thought we'd actually you know win the Premier League. To be very honest, I never thought we'd do it. You come so close. It it's bound to happen one day or another. But in our scenario, it just didn't feel like it would happen. Oh, well. Yeah. this manchester hate this manchester hate i get this you know because i'll tell you what how i became a manchester city supporter and obviously i would love to find out <laughs> yeah <laughs> many people would it was when the money came in but not I when the shake zaid money came yeah it was not but it wasn't the shake zaid money it was um the other one the it was the thailand or malaysian ex prime minister no thailand ex prime right, right 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 yes yeah, yes yes he came in and then there were rumors of us signing uh rubinho which we eventually oh did. i so loved rubinho at city i absolutely loved <laughs> rubinho at city rubinho <laughs> ireland <laughs> that city side was tremendous and you know although you guys signed some pedophiles it was still <laughs> fantastic <laughs> no I, i i loved that city side i'm not i'm not going to you know joke about it yeah. i absolutely loved that city side i was actually I, i always used to hope that city would win the title uh, because obviously liverpool wasn't going to and aguero moment leading up to the champions mm. league win in 1890 was my biggest and my favorite ever moment in my life Oh, I celebrated like crazy. I don't think there will ever be a better Premier League goal scored ever. <sighs> it was simply outstanding, and I'm so sorry, Zayan. I get so emotional about it. Mate, it's not even a Liverpool moment. I get emotional too so in another way, but every time I hear that word and the video is playing, I'm like, oh no, not again. I'm so sorry. I'm so. I, I need to sing my praises when I pop this guy here. Like literally, like. 
Wow, thank you, thank you so much. But yeah, it came because of that, and also because again, you know, people were talking about football, and back then in, in school, like, everyone I knew was supporting Manchester United or Arsenal. Okay, that, those were literally the only clubs. I didn't have any people in my school who were supporting Chelsea, but it was just Manchester United and Arsenal, and it was annoying. Where I was like, I was just trying to become a football fan, right? And I didn't know much, so I was literally all I was doing, I was scouring Wikipedia pages. Can you imagine? I was scouring Wikipedia pages just to know about football, about the different leagues, and obviously Premier League. And one day, like you know, a bunch of people like cornered me and were like, "Oh, which club do you support? Which club do you want? Do you support?" And I had nothing, but I, I knew like at the back of my head, like recently. Uh, City had gone acquired, and you know what? There were the other Manchester clubs. So I said Manchester, and everyone was like, "Oh, United supporter! Obviously, you're a United supporter." And I'm like, "No, I'm a Manchester City supporter." <laughs> so that's how that came out to be. Did you get bullied after that? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> obviously, like, what? Like, what? Like, how? Like, you even know what a Manchester City is? And I'm like, yes. And then I, you know, put a names and then said some Wikipedia stuff, and then they're like, "Oh, okay." And then just let me know afterwards. But yeah. All right. All right. What about you, Zian? Uh, you don't well, get the uh, By the way, you're uh, you're muted. No, no, I was listening. I didn't know oh, I was no. muted. All right, all right, all right. Anyways, would you like to say something to you about Ramiz and his journey of supporting? Uh, I just uh, I just feel that he would have been better off being a Chelsea supporter. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it's I get the yeah. fact. I get, it's just, you know, something appeals to you. And I get his, uh, and I am not going to, you know, challenge his yeah. Uh, you know, dilemma and his his supporter, but it's just that I feel uh, there is something. Even though we're like a thousand of miles away from those clubs, True. something just appeals to us, and it's True. very hard to explain what it is. But we just become fans. It's yeah. I would like to hear about your stories, Jan. Uh, right. It was a kind of similar to your brother about you know being a massive Beckham fan because my dad was a massive so. Beckham fan. And oh, like, right, yeah. right, right. and like since oh two oh three, and then when he moved to Madrid, like like living in Saudi, obviously at that time not having access to watching football that much, like right. abroad one. So like I didn't know much about it, but uh, I think it was oh six oh seven when I like started properly. Well, I got I got a channel watching it, but I never supported Madrid. I just didn't like him, even when Beckham was there, and everyone in my school, all the Arab kids are either Barca fans or Madrid fans. And I was like, man, I don't want to support these clubs. Like, I just never got the appeal of supporting a Barca or being a Madrid fan. And I don't know why. I was like, man, I'll just see, go back to see how United are doing. And I'm like, uh, I think 06, 07, we lost the league, but we won the FA Cup final. Uh, and that's when I was like, oh, okay. Because I saw schools playing and me being a goalie, I like my position goalie, like, man, I just love Bender Sark. When I saw him play and like the attitude and the way he was just there and calm and collected and, you know, making weird faces sometimes while making saves. So uh, I was just there watching them play. I was like, man, how they're playing and how these players are there and how Ferguson is carrying them. I was like, man, I want to support this team. And ever since then, I'm being a United fan. I was like, I think I was another, I had, yeah, only one of my friends was a United fan and the rest of the class were all your Madrid and Barca fans. And then when the 2008 semi-final happened with Barca, bro, no Barca fan ever spoke to me for a while. And that was like, my, man, that was my peak <laughs> years. I was like, yeah, man, suck it. Oh, man, we don't talk about next year after that. After that, I, I, I think I left school. <laughs> I changed school. <laughs> but, that was the right decision. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, but yeah, that's how I started supporting it. And well, ever since then, now, the when then then the most you know, thing happened. So oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I just feel uh, that you know I feel our journeys were very similar. Yeah. Because back when you started supporting United, you didn't want to support Madrid or Barca because you know I feel there is no uh, you know catch in supporting a club which is winning everything all yeah. the time. Yeah. You know uh, you get bored of the success that it it brings and. The struggles aren't great, but you know, it's still, it gives you something to, you know, wish for. 
because yeah. now that Liverpool have won the Premier League and the Champions League, I feel that you know, once we, I hope that we do, once we cross the 20 number tally in the Premier mm-hmm. League, I just feel that I probably wouldn't be uh, as much into football as I am as of now. And that's exactly how I feel regarding the Madrid and the Barca fan boys. Yeah. I just don't understand how you can support a team which is winning league every single season. And that was probably what compelled you to become a United fan because yeah. everyone else is supporting a single club and you're like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. So I do understand that. So let, let's talk about those fans and I'm sure you, you both have faced them online because you know you guys are active on your football Twitter. Is those fans who gatekeep basically say that you can't support this club or X club or Y club because you're not from that place. You're not from, let's say, Madrid to support Real Madrid. You're not from Liverpool, so you can't support Liverpool. What do you, what do you, gotta, what do you have to say to that? Buddy? I just feel uh, it's a little unfair, but I also feel that if I was in their position, I would probably have the same opinion. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sorry, but I would probably have the same opinion. <laughs> I, just feel, I just feel that, you know, when you're that close to a club, there is a different level of understanding that you develop with, and there is a different level of affection that you have with that club. Um, there is no doubt that we're all true, fran- true fans. We've all gone through very, very tough times. And I just feel that, we've, that the fact that we've actually never visited Anfield or, you know, Etihad or Old Trafford, it, you know, probably doesn't make us as bad, you know, but it just makes me feel that uh, they're probably more closer towards the club than we are. Physically yeah, I mean, and emotionally as well. Yeah, they've been brought up in that community, you know. Exactly, so get, you know, they, they have that. different stories as well, you know, of away days, of how, you know, a particular moment happened and how they celebrated on the pitch, uh, you know, with the fans in the stadium. That's, that is something that you cannot, you know, possibly talk about when you're sitting all the way over in Pakistan. <laughs> uh, but I, I, do feel, I do feel that, you know, it is a little unfair to call them out and say that you're not true fans. We're true fans, but we're probably just not as, uh, you know, motivated to support the club, supporting the club in the same way. Although I feel that um, the fact that I went through the Roy Hodgson era, I feel I can go through any time in the world. <laughs> so this the support is real, but uh, and it is unfair to call uh, call us out on that. But again, I'm not a true red. I will never be a true red. You know, the top reds. I, I don't, I, I never understood that. That is exactly why everyone, every single top red account on Twitter hates me. Um, mm. That tweet about Gini Van Aldum yeah. and you know, all of those things, they just feel like, I would understand no one uh, who is living in Liverpool would actually tweet like that. And I do understand that. But I just feel you, there needs to be a bit of banter as well, a bit of fun as well. It doesn't have mm. to be that serious all the time. Yeah. See, for me, like, I agree with what he's saying, but I'm also like, you know, when fans say like, oh, yeah, there shouldn't be any fans from abroad, but I'm like, your club has become a worldwide organization now. You, mm-hmm. you go on different countries, you are marketing exactly. your club. There's a reason you're marketing your club to grow. So when you, yeah. when your club is working hard to get fans from abroad, you have no right to go and like, you know, these people can't support our club. Because in, yeah, in the end of the day, all your shirt sales and all, like, come on, like, thousands and millions of shirt sales don't just sell out, sell out only in the UK. They're all abroad amounts. And there are fans that want to buy the I'm not crazy to go and buy a 400 Durham shirt, and I have no feelings towards that club, you know. And because shirts cost a lot of money. We all, we, all, so we, all, we all save up a lot of money to buy those shirts for a reason. Not because, you know, we are fake fans. Like, no, then we, I wouldn't buy it. I would buy a knockoff shirt. Exactly. But in the end of the day, we do save exactly. up. We buy it because we have this connection with the club. And yeah, like Definitely. I agree. Like, we won't, it's not the same as people living there and going to stadiums every, every week. But we do, we do defend our club. We do defend the players. Yes, there's banter. And I see us as real fans, not as crazy as them. Not the, you know, all the UK people, but we are there. Definitely there. And yeah. if we had the opportunity, I feel we would definitely be going to matches. Probably, I personally yeah. feel I would, I would absolutely go to every single away match as well. True. If I had the opportunity, if I had the resources, I would definitely do so. True, true. Ramiz, what's your take being a City fan? <laughs> You guys didn't like put a joke in there for me. Like, thanks. <laughs> I mean, all your all your fan bases from the you know the Middle East. So, 
<laughs> that's, why, that's why the stadium is never filled up, man. It's all the cafes over here. She checked out oh, they're filled up. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But yeah, no, you, you both make excellent points. And like, there's a reason why we want, uh, what you call it? They, I mean, we, I mean, the clubs want international fan bases. It's because that, that it is income. It does make you a global organization. It makes you a powerhouse, you know. So when fans, other fans, those people living in the city of their club say, nope, you can't support a club. Well, you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot here because, you know what, we all support the club. We all, you know, watch the match, okay, whether you're in the stadium, which good for you because you, you, have, you have access to that. We're out here, okay, watching our computers or our TVs. That's also support, you know. So you yeah. can't discriminate with that. Yes, okay, you have a bond that I can't have. I'm sorry, okay? But I'm trying my best here to support this club, okay? I'm watching it, the game. I'm screaming, go! But, like, you just want to, like, you know, because it's not just banter anymore, right? It, it, it gets to that part where I'm, again, sure that both of you know, it gets to very toxic levels, Yeah. you know, online. So that's what I'm Absolutely, I agree. I agree with everything he said. I feel we're all on the same page here. Yeah, because I mean, we're all against toxicity. All it's a little too respectful for my liking, but. <laughs> 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 See, I uh, I didn't I, I wasn't here to like you know pile on him. That was maybe Zian's job, but I don't know if he wants to do that either. <laughs> maybe next season. Nah, I don't mind. I was I was I was just kidding. I was just kidding. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, no, Definitely not, not next season. <laughs> You guys are the favorites for next season. No Thanks, chance. <laughs> 38 penalties for United. Let's go. Definitely, United are winning the title next season. No doubt about it. Ole. So as, long, as long as VAR is still there, then we are definitely United. <laughs> VAR isn't going anywhere. Oh, mate, you're complaining about VAR like all our penalty decisions were incorrect. They were. Well, all of them were incorrect. I'm complaining about more, more because it goes against me. <laughs> yeah, well, no, it doesn't go against City. That yeah. is not true at all. Uh, oh, really? <laughs> you guys won. The, oh God, you guys won the league because of 33 millimeters last season. I don't understand how does that happen. That's goal line technology, okay? I, I'm not saying that's that, more. You know, that's technology either way. Yeah. It's yeah. just unfair. Hey, you shouldn't be complaining about anything. You're in the Champions League next season. Be happy about it. <laughs> oh, well, speaking of Champions League, Ali, are you keeping up after getting knocked out of Champions League by Atletico? I wasn't actually because... Uh, I, contrary to popular belief, I don't watch a lot of matches that are, you know, not involving Liverpool. Right. But I feel that this format uh, is a lot more exciting. So I am actually keeping up with a bit of it. Uh, I watched the game last night. I was very happy that Atletico got knocked out. <laughs> Thank God. Fuck Simeone. But uh, along with that, uh, I feel, uh, you know, the Barca Bayern game is going to be very, very good to watch. True, man. Very, very good to watch. True. Uh, I really hope, I really hope Messi doesn't show up. I, I, I want Bayern to go through because that's the only way City won't, you know, have yeah. a greater chance of going uh, through. True. But, uh, uh, you know, but I really feel that this is, uh, you know, the best chance that Pep and City are going to get. I swear. I really feel that. I, really I think he's, he's going to bottle it. See, I hope I so. Despise, I despise the entire world. For saying that this is City's chance. This, is, this, city this chance. is this is the best he's ever gotten with City. But Ramiz, this actually is. Do you disagree? <laughs> no, no. See, the thing is, to a point, yes, that it is the best chance because it is one-legged plus the the route to the final and then eventually winning it. It will never be simpler. You get it. But the problem Obviously. becomes is that we're bottle jobs too. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'll tell you what the problem is. The problem with City is that they spend remarkable amounts of money. They create a fantastic team. They get the best manager in the world and they still want to be known as underdogs. That is my biggest problem with this okay. club. You I'm, know, I'm, you've yeah, got... I'm not going to say underdogs. I, I, I disagree with whoever says they were underdogs. But... No, but like even Pep tries to push that agenda forward. You know, he's like that clubs are against us and then he went on to, you know, 
say <laughs> hateful things about Arsenal. But that is that, that is my problem with Pep. He he's a he's a brilliant tactician, probably the greatest manager in the world at the moment. No doubt about it. I will never disagree with this. But he's a very very unlikable person. You know, I just don't feel how you can like that person. There is a certain appeal to Klopp, and mm. you know. You probably hate Klopp because of his, you know, passion for Liverpool. No. But you would absolutely love him to be on your uh, to be on your team as well. But as for I'm, Pep, I just don't, you know, get the appeal that Pep brings. He's bald. I mean, it's just <laughs> it's just unfair to even you know compare him with anyone. But I do feel that City should be going in with a lot of confidence. Uh, they 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 should quite easily beat Leon. I mean. If they bottle it to Leon, I would be the happiest person in the world. But I really don't feel that they will. But the the Bayern or Barca game will be very tough for City. There is no doubt about it. And I'm calling it a German team is gonna win the Champions League. I really hope so. I I do like Bayern actually. But, uh, also the other one, mate. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not gonna take names for jinxing it. <laughs> oh. I also hope so. <laughs> Let's say. But I just feel that you know PSG are going to be too strong for them. And Bobby will be back as well. What, what, what are your thoughts on the greatest player, Chupomotank? I think uh, he's just <laughs> lucky to be there, I would say. <laughs> right place in the right time. Oh my god. What a moment though. What a moment. What a moment. Well, speaking of Barca, Bayern Madrid, tell me this. What are your thoughts on the argument about which is the best league in the world? Premier League, definitely. <laughs> well, that was simple and easy. <laughs> no, I, I don't think anyone would disagree. I mean, we're all we, yeah, that's true. Premier League, so I guess. But what would you say to those, you know, those Barca fans, especially one of one we know? Uh, his name starts with H. And he's a massive Messi fan. Uh, nah, I get it. I get it. <laughs> but yeah, but in all fairness, what would you? What's your argument to be like? Yeah, this Premier League is the best one. I just feel uh, there's a lot of competition in Premier League. I mean, you can never actually say that this team is going to win the league for certain. And mm-hmm. even if they are going to win the league for certain, look what happened to Liverpool against Watford. I mean, they were they were the last team. Uh, on the table, and they beat us three 0 and we didn't even create a single chance. Do you, can you even expect that to happen to Barca? I mean, they've got good clubs there, but Leicester would smash Sevilla. Leicester have smashed Sevilla. Leicester would. Uh, we've got clubs in our mid-table clubs which would easily beat those clubs. But their argument is that you know the tactical side of football happens in. La Liga, you know, you can keep those tactics. We don't even want that. We have entertainment here. You know, yeah, even mate. the camera angles on La Liga are so boring. They don't even have the commentators. How can you even compete with Premier League? I, I just don't understand how you can... From entertainment to good football to everything. Do they have a single moment that even comes close to the Guru moment? No, they don't. So, I mean, there is so much to, uh, to the Premier League. You can just not compare it to anyone. I even feel that Premier League, in terms of entertainment... Is a lot more, uh, you know, a lot better than the Champions League. Even sure. I just feel that. I agree. But you know, no, no, no. You're you're right there. You're right there because, again, with with the Spanish league, I mean, in essence, we've had like two clubs. Two clubs. Okay, yes, Atletico is there, but like, I mean, two clubs really competing for it. And yes, as you go down the table, the quality goes down. Plus, there's no, like you said, using the word entertainment. There's not like a drama like every week of oh you know exactly. what, the bottom team is just shocking the top of the table or something. Exactly. And, uh, same with the same with the French league and the German league. I mean German league and the Italian league and the French league has just literally become a solo win. Like I get it that City have like tried to do that, but you can't. You can't do that in the Premier League, no matter how exactly. much money you have. That's true. Because that's because all of the other clubs have money as well. But you know, in, in in terms of the Bundesliga, you've got Bayern Munich absolutely lynching every penny and lynching every good player in the league. Uh, on the other side, you've got Juventus. Well, <laughs> they have it way too easy. I mean, I don't even feel like there is a point of supporting, uh, you know, Juventus. Yeah. Uh, that certain person on Twitter AZ 
something. <laughs> he he support he 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 seems to support Juventus a lot, but I don't feel like there is any you know catch to supporting Juventus. You know they they're known for being cheaters, and you know and the way they yeah they got relegated they yeah, got relegated yeah, 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 for being yeah, yeah, yeah. cheaters. So yeah, you know, know. It's, so it's it's just remarkable in the Premier League. You cannot expect that to happen. You know any side look Leicester came up the year before and they went on to you know. Finishing in the top ten, they won the champ. They won the Premier League. Yeah. They even got good results in the Champions League. True. And that goes to show that they all of these people were talking that the level of Premier League has dropped. But that was not the case. You know, the fact that we had the first team hitting a hundred points uh, only just two seasons ago that was remarkable. That was absolutely remarkable. And it goes to show how strong City and Liverpool have been in the last two to three years. This level of consistency. You know, even next season I'm putting it out there. Mm-hmm. Whichever team wins the Premier League, they're going to amount approximately 95 points, oh, and that goes okay. to show how yeah. consistent it is going to be. Sure. And the only teams I feel can do it are at the moment Liverpool and City. I just don't sure. feel that there is a lot of consistency among Chelsea or United or exactly. Arsenal. Yeah, yeah. But you know, so that's why I feel that Premier League is definitely the greatest league, no doubt about it. Okay. Well, Zian, did you like not getting mentioned amongst the top four right there? I mean, I don't. I'm we're the underdogs now, mate. You can't cry about that now. <laughs> being the underdogs is actually a fantastic, fantastic feeling. I've always liked being the underdogs. It was great. Yeah, I hope but, United you know. are the underdogs and remain the underdogs for the next uh, decade or whatnot. You know, probably more than that. <laughs> you know, Let's the best guys. part about being underdogs. The best part about being the underdog Zan is the fact that you can go into every game hoping you'd lose, and if you win, the feeling is almost you know double. I doubled. swear, bro. So but, that you know, that is that is I, something you cannot beat. But I you know I I am pretty confident about next season. Our best player is his form is back. He's performing. His mental issues are gone. Jesse Lingard is. Is there hitting and running? Be, be scared, boys. Be scared. <laughs> no, but I feel that United are going to be, you know, definitely going to be in the conversation. Not for the league, definitely not for the league, but for the third or fourth place, definitely. I feel you've got uh, Bruno Fernandez, who's yeah. a stat padder, but you know he's a good player, no doubt about it. <laughs> Paul Pogba is fantastic. You know, he's. I've got nothing against Pogba. I, I love him. He's a fantastic yeah. player. Yeah. Speaking speaking of Pogba, tell me what is your thoughts on soundness and Pogba. <laughs> I I I I side with Pogba. I have no I have no problems in siding with Pogba. But see, this is where uh, the true fan and yeah. the corporate debate comes in. Yeah. But you know, I just I I would rather agree with someone who is right than agree with someone who's you know a United player. I wouldn't mm. I wouldn't have a problem with it. Pogba has been right. I mean, you can say that he doesn't put in as much effort as he does for yeah. the national side, and there are a lot of things. But let's be honest. Sunas is a racist. <laughs> Let's just end that, it. That's what I wanted to hear. That is what I wanted to he's, hear. He's a racist. There is no doubt about it. And most of these, even Paul Scholes and most yeah. of the people, you know, who grew up in the 90s and 80s in England, they're, they're bound to be racist. True. I mean, there is, you cannot expect them to be woke as well. Yeah. A lot of them, uh, you know, who got a lot of exposure like Beckham, they had yeah. to do it for, you know, Money purposes and the sponsorships they had, but it's not possible not having that approach towards it. I mean, even the Beatles had those racist songs about Pakistanis. Yeah. So how can you, you know, expect that they wouldn't? Oh, you, know, you want to build on that, or is that a good enough answer? That's a great enough answer. I mean, especially since it touched on racism, because that's an key issue, which again we can't solve here on this podcast. It's a much bigger issue. It's a cultural issue that goes even beyond football, that we all know. Definitely, definitely, no yeah. doubt about it. Yeah. And I feel that people and the personalities like you know Klopp, uh, who likes to you know talk about these issues, and you know personalities and players like Rashford, who's done so much. Yeah. I think these are the people who are actually going to you know bring about a change. And if they have success, they can have a better voice as well. True. So you know, I feel these are the players who can actually do it. Not the likes of Ronaldo. <laughs> I, I swear. I mean, it, so, it, it, it all depends on players like, you know, Sterling, Rashford, and like, yeah, they've, these they've guys done coming so forward. much. Yeah. Like, the Even Henderson, I was actually surprised. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But man, the hate Sterling has received. 
that um, <laughs> it was still so, bad and i mean you know being a muslim black in uk is not that you know a great of a thing wait, wait, I'm wait i'm just surprised right now because you know again my plasticness is gonna get a hit which <laughs> i mean i hit it as an exposure he's muslim um i mean he has a muslim family background Oh, okay. I, I, I don't think he's a Muslim. He's not, I don't think he is a Muslim, but there is a Muslim family background oh, about him. Uh, yeah, there, there, it was there. I don't think he is Muslim. Okay. Now, nah, I remember because when we signed him from QPR, there was a lot yeah, of debate about yeah, there was uh, you know, him being yeah. uh-huh, about yeah. Muslim soccer. But, oh, well... Well, let's. Uh, well, another another relationship the manager player I want to ask both of you is Gareth Bale and Zinedine Zidane. Thoughts on that? <laughs> I I'd like to you know I'd say we should go first on this one <laughs> because my take is quite a bit controversial. On it. Oh, okay. For me, I'm yes. like I wish I was Gareth Bale, earning that much money, <laughs> like exactly. okay, yes, he's, good lord. Doing what? Doing what? I mean, oh exactly. Plus, he's got the titles, like, to prove. I mean, right now, I think he's literally, like, what, he's, he's been playing for retirement, like, last two years? Has it been two years since he's just been on, you know, the I think so, yeah. He was injured yeah, for, like, roundabout. Yeah, uh, yeah, almost two, yeah, almost two years, yeah. Oh, my God. And after this, he's going to go to the U.S. or China, probably. And he's not. He's like, oh he wants to run down his contract. No, no, that's something after yeah. the contract. Yeah. Dude, yeah, true. I wouldn't look if I was him. I wouldn't leave. <laughs> as, a, as a professional footballer, yeah. Okay, maybe I would want to go and prove that I'm still a footballer. But as a person who wants to earn money, I mean, can you think of a better opportunity? I mean, I I love anyone who's wrestling Real Madrid, and the fact that <laughs> Gareth Bale single-handedly is doing that by picking up or just going to a club and playing golf—that's great. I agree. I agree. I absolutely agree. All right, Ali, go on. I just feel that, you know, Bale has been hard done a lot. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel the criticism against him is... Uh, it's unfair. It's so unfair. He was... I feel he was one of the best players in the world uh, when Ronaldo, you know, when the BBC were yeah. tearing shit up. But the problem is that he never really got the support from the likes of the fans of Madrid. And that is what he needed. And then you cannot possibly... They, and they're like that nah, Bale had a lot of problems too and you know, this and that. But if a player is, you know, scoring a bicycle kick in a final and, you know, he's putting in the kinds of performances that Bale has in those years. You know, that goal against Barca yeah. uh, where, where he ran out Bartra. That was, yeah. that was outrageous. How can he not support a player of that caliber? And he still has a lot to offer. But I just feel that now it's way too late. Uh, yeah. I, if I was Bale, like, I agree with Ramiz. I probably wouldn't even, you know, I would probably end my career. Uh, hang up the boots, play golf. Yeah. Kevin Peterson, turn around. I wouldn't mind that. You know, <laughs> I feel it's a great, it's a great opportunity to do that. There's no need to go to China or to USA to, you know, get that um, increasingly extortionate amount of money. But again, there's no point, you know. Uh, the culture is so much different and he's from the Great Britain and, you know, these people, they don't yeah. really care much about the other cultures anyway. True. I would I would probably, you know, I would expect him to come back in the Premier League, you know, probably. But there is a lot of problem about, you know, his wages and yeah. so much going on. So, I wouldn't actually mind if he actually, you know, hangs up his boots. Zian, you yeah. got any different opinion to that or are you also like... No, you know, I agree. Like, I, mean, I, lo- I love Bale when he was at Spurs. I loved him when he was at Madrid. And I love him when he's playing golf. <laughs> for he's me, a fantastic player. He was so good. Yeah. For me, like when, uh, when we were having a conversation about like, with, my, with my friends about, you know, player of signing of the decade, I think Bale was a shout because he went to Madrid. He was a very crucial part of them winning the Champions League after so long. And definitely, definitely. And a lot of people, especially Spanish fans and La Liga fans, just like ignore him. And even not even the fans, I felt that the players didn't accept him. That is the biggest problem. The, the yeah. players never supported him. Either. Yeah. And you could see in the interviews, like them mocking him because he didn't know Spanish and all that. Like there was no support. And, you know, that's again, that's what happens when you go to Madrid. Everyone has an ego. Exactly. 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 So, well. Yeah. 
Oh, well, Ramiz. That's the problem with yeah. these two big Spanish clubs. It's very annoying. Yeah, true. The management, the fans, the players, everyone. Sometimes they're very too toxic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sometimes. I'm trying to be nice, bro. I'm trying to be nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, Romis, do you have any other questions for Ali? No, no, no. Well, Ali. Well, uh, it was great. No, wait, hold up. We're not done. We're not oh. done. We, oh, we, not have, we have one or two questions, but 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 we have a small game which we played with Siki, and now I'm gonna play with you. The overrated, nice. underrated game, and so basically, <laughs> I'm gonna give you. Um, topic or any any random word, and you tell me what you feel is overrated or underrated. So, like I said, chocolate. Okay. You tell me which for you is the almost overrated chocolate, which is for you the most underrated chocolate. So, right, it's gonna be That's something cool. like that. So, let's start with you know the easy ones. Premier League team. Uh, okay, let's see. I would say um, Brighton are underrated for some reason. You know they've got a very good okay. they've got a very good manager. Okay. And I would say overrated Arsenal. <laughs> oh. Arsenal, definitely Arsenal. Yeah. Arsenal or United, one of those two. Uh, okay. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Uh, um, English player. English player. Overrated. Uh, shit. <laughs> Raheem Sterling. <laughs> for some reason. For some reason. I, okay. I just feel he's a very. Very, very bad finisher. Are you saying and, that because uh, he was the ex-Liverpool player? No, he, he he was a terrible finisher at Liverpool as well. <laughs> yeah, he that was a terrible. That, that's why, like, you know, he got so mad when he started finishing, actually finishing something. Yeah, good. he's good player. I would, uh, underrated, I would say, actually, Marcus Rashford is very underrated. He's a fantastic player. Fantastic player. I would love, I would love him to be at Liverpool. No doubt about it. He's a fantastic player. Yeah. Oh, I love to hear that. I love to hear that. Yeah, you could. By the way, yeah, you could have just said overrated English player. Yes. Yeah, English players are generally so overrated. The English national team. I'm sorry, but like, come even on. even Jaden Sancho is very overrated. You know, not because he's linked with United. Uh, I wouldn't. You the know, he's actually. Who knows what's happening there? <laughs> no, he's actually. Yeah, he was. But I think United will get him. Dortmund are a selling club. If they get the amount they want, yeah. they'll, they'll definitely sell. There's not. But he's actually overrated. You know. Um, I just feel he's not as much as you know you make out for him to be. There are a lot of better players out there. Okay, Ramiz, do you have any one mm. Mm. strikers? Strikers in world football. Currently or all time? Currently, currently. Uh, you have like, like, we think about names see, there. Let's see, let's see, let's see, see. I feel Benzema is underrated. Mm. And I feel Higuain is overrated. Higuain is very, very overrated. That is so those, are, those are the two players I was exactly thinking about. You read my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually of the view that Benzema is overrated, you know, I, I guess about two to three years ago mm-hmm. because you know he wasn't exactly playing that much of a role but he has stepped up so much since Ronaldo left I feel mm-hmm. you know he, he deserves to be in that conversation he's a very very good player well, that's okay. that your career right right there you're right, all right. There. Premier League managers of all time of all time of all time nice uh, I feel Wenger is slightly overrated Oh, okay. A controversial, a, yeah. A controversial take, but you know, I feel if you're staying, uh, you know, with the same team for like almost three decades, you deserve to win at least more than three titles. That is just, you know, my opinion about it. As for the underrated managers, I would say underrated, underrated. I actually liked Andras Villa Boas, but okay. uh, you know, he he probably didn't manage for a lot of. Uh, you know, a lot of time. So, I would probably go with Pochettino. Okay. I feel he was very underrated. Yeah. He was very okay. underrated. All right. Footy will be in your mentions. But let's go. <laughs> let's move forward. Uh, <laughs> all right. Okay. Speaking of Footy, tell me your, your uh, Twitter person. Twitter person? Yeah. According to... Overrated, Sik- yeah, underrated. Yeah. yeah. Siki, Siki said most overrated person on Twitter he knows is uh, Karachi Khatmal. And... Achha. Underrated was Kashmiri Chai. Those were his two people. What about you? Achha, 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 achha. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll keep it to my followers only. Yeah, good. But right. uh, 
for a bit of banter <laughs> but uh, let's see i feel um <laughs> i don't want to say it hey, bro, uh, underrated I, i i would give i would go with sikki underrated sikki sikki is funny sikki is great he just doesn't he doesn't get enough uh, attention from the likes of girls uh, as well as you know the other really <laughs> twitter <laughs> yeah he doesn't you know he he deserves more he deserves so much more he he's a fantastic person true that is true him. that is true i, I love, love him too man. Love we all him. love him here i love sikki yeah he's he's great he's great i love him as for overrated this is so controversial but uh, let's see if you want to have a top 5 mm. overrated people go ahead bro nah i i already hate it so much on twitter i don't want that to happen uh, i would say actually uh, in terms of overrated accounts there are a lot of overrated accounts there was this mera bichra yaar something i don't know if he, if he's still there mm-hmm. uh, you know and uh, a lot of other accounts that tend to be uh, you know tend to be feminists but you know if you get to hear things about them you'd be like Uh, you know you people probably shouldn't be talking about it so there is a lot of you know variations but i would go with mera bichra yaar right. i have right. something against him i don't know <laughs> fair enough fair enough okay last one uh a city in pakistan overrated or underrated both yeah come on i actually went to karachi for a week you uh-huh. know yeah. when i was 16 and i just you know went to karachi for no reason at all and i spent a week there i loved it in karachi there is no doubt about it but uh, i would say overrated is probably lahore because they don't even have anything yes. you know there is absolutely nothing to enjoy in lahore the people are terrible and uh, my brother spent 6 years in there his degree was a 5 but he failed so you know <laughs> so, okay all right so i have a lot of experience of lahori and they're just not good good people as for underrated i would go with peshawar on this one peshawar oh, is yeah. very very underrated oh, you know in yeah. terms of food in terms of people uh usman uh, usman is so good uh, i don't think if you've met usman have you met usman zaman no i don't think so you should probably meet him he's so good he's so nice he's a fantastic person and probably all pathans and you know peshawar yeah. people are peshawar is fantastic definitely underrated well, what a perfect answer what a perfect answer well especially for independence day <laughs> yeah especially for independence day oh uh, <laughs> definitely <laughs> well ali tell me this before we wrap it up what is what is next for ali's and what are you doing what are your plans in life are we going to see you coming on you know likes of youtube or podcast for football or anything or whatever you want to do i hope you guys invite me again i would love that but sure. apart from that i don't feel like anyone else would yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> i actually plan on doing my masters very soon hopefully somewhere right. from abroad i'm targeting a few european universities okay. i have uh, a bachelor's degree in international relations and uh, you know the plan is to you know get a master's degree in the same subject Okay. So that is all for me. Football, right. hopefully, a couple of more league titles. That's it. All right, man. <laughs> a couple of uh, city titles also in between. Please, thank you. <laughs> yeah, you guys will win. You don't have to worry about it. <laughs> you guys uh, will win. You got a very good side. Uh, well, they won't have a manager after that, so you never know. Hey, yeah, and we hope that means if we still win. Then you know, jokes on you guys. That, so, then yeah. it's definitely. Yeah, <laughs> true. Fair enough. But well, Ramiz, would you like to add anything? Nothing so much. So thank, thank you so much, Ali, for coming on. You know, having this amazing. Nay, nay, yar. It was, it was fantastic. I loved it. You guys are amazing. I would actually love to meet both of you. Zayan se to, मतलब पहले भी मैंने बोला था मिलने का, but an opportunity never really came up. But inshallah, we will. Yeah. I actually met Avesh. You're friends with Avesh, right? Yeah, bro. Yeah. Then that's. Yeah, I didn't know that. I ran into him. Yeah. Yeah, actually, ran into him a few months ago. in fm or cuz there uh, and there's this really tall dude and he looks down <laughs> on me and he's like have you been on twitter and i was like shit what did i do now and he's like no no i'm a wes uh, you know you follow me and i'm like oh acha nice nice we, it was we, nice i would love to meet you, you know we we also have a a call like this again but you know calling a wes he's a chelsea fan and you know Definitely. two other yeah, two other fans having a good you know we have we all city united <laughs> liverpool chelsea fans then having a good conversation about how yeah we should do that yeah. we should definitely do that that would be, be that would be good for the future and well 
it will be great. And well, Ali, it was fun. I liked your. It views. was a pleasure. I loved, I loved it, and uh, I really, you know, enjoyed it. Thank you so much. All right. Well, it's now all... for some barbarism time. Oh, that's true, bro. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully you win some cricket. But inshallah, yes, definitely. Anyways, uh, guys. Oh, okay. This was from us, and I hope you enjoyed the episode. Give Ali a follow on. I did. I did. Uh, Ali, I'm talking to my audience. Man, relax. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, all right. All right. Well, Ramiz, would you like to say something to the audience? Um, happy Independence Day to all you Pakistanis and to everybody else. Good day. And well, we'll see you next week.